And Fan Dads Assemble. It is the Fan Dads Podcast. Back in the saddle again. Eric Nordquist, Justin Gard, AJ Monsoor. We are the Fan Dads. Uh, it's been a busy summer, guys. Uh, we've, we've struggled to, to get schedules. We've struggled with vacations. You guys have some stories from uh, both of those situations, but uh, we're here today. It is a beautiful Friday in Minnesota. We're going to get rain tonight. And um, uh, yeah, it, we're, we're here. We're getting ready for the State Fair. Are you guys uh, ready and pumped for the State Fair? No, not at all. Absolutely not. Not even a little bit. No, actually, it'll be fine. It'll be good. It'll be fun. Um, that'll be uh, it'll be great. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> We're clearly going to be there for work. Uh, are the families going to the state fair this year? Doubtful. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing one day, I think. I'm not sure. It sounds like as of now, I have to do nine different shows out at the fair. So. Yikes. Uh, seven, nine to noon. And then a couple of Saturdays, I think one of them is being parlayed into a family day. I I'm, uh, how do I explain it? I, I think I said it before. It's when like, I don't enjoy the fair. The fair is not for me. It's kind of weird. Despite my, uh, my portly Husky figure. Um, I don't like buffets and I don't like walking around eating 30 different foods at the fair. And, uh, that's just, that's how I am. But it's also kind of, It'll be cool to see people back congregating and and having food and eating, drinking, and being merry, I guess, under the hot sun. Uh, so in this regard, I'm looking forward to it. It just gets long. I mean, nine shows right. is ridiculous. And I can never talk Abbott out of just, can, can we just let one of the Saturday bits go? Can we just do something else that particular day? Uh, but you know how our good general is. Uh, I'll be there. And uh, yeah, nine shows is a lot. So it's it's really tiring more than anything. But, yeah. you know, nothing better than completing that ninth show uh, on Labor Day Saturday and then spending six more hours there with uh, with the kids. So really, really pumped about that. So, uh, Nordo, we might have to lean on you this time because I think that we're passing on the fair this year as well. Do you guys go in with the kids? Do you go in with a game plan ahead of time or is it uh, hopeless wandering? No, it's, it's freewheeling with the girls. Uh, now that they're six, we won't need, you know, we've graduated from the double stroller. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I would freaking hope so that we're not going to drag that stupid wagon around anymore. So uh, they're six, they can walk around and they're now getting to the point where they can do a lot more of the games and stuff like that. So uh, we'll have the map and uh, we'll have some plans, but you got to do the slide. They want to see the animals in the barn. And uh, and we'll go from there and, and lots of candy and, and fun stuff for them uh, while we just uh, we try to survive. <laughs> I like hopeless wandering. I like, that's how you put it. Yeah, like, no, it's precisely it's gonna be, it's, gonna be hopeless wandering. Those are the options. Right. I love that. And that's well, what it's going to be. There are always the moments where it melts down. So that that's build that into your plan as well. Uh, the heat, the weather, the crowds, whatever. It's something will go wrong. Um, now, as the Mansoor family has uh, stayed and not, not done a whole lot. We had an outdoor movie the other night. That was the highlight fun for our, our family. We had to cancel. We were going to do Paw Patrol movie tonight, but it sounds like the uh, storm's going to come through right about the uh, showtime when the sun goes down. So we're going to bump that to next week. Uh, meanwhile, you guys have been traveling all over the world. Uh, well, the region, let's say. We had one vacation without kids, and we had one vacation with kids. Where do we want to start? Nordo, I think you lead us off, Mr. Waterpark. <laughs> Hell yeah. Went to the Dells. The Dells are sweet. Yeah. Now we went to, we stayed at wilderness and it's, it's kind of funny. Like in Minnesota, the negative part of this, you know, all these sunny days is the fact that we're like in a historic drought. 
So that is negatively impacting a fair number of people out there, including farmers, including the price of food in some respects. So that's bad. Um, so, but on the positive side to admit, it's like, okay, you know, it's going to be sunny days all around. We go over to Wisconsin. Of course it would rain all day uh, on the Saturday that we're at the Dells, but uh, the kids, the kids adored it. Water slides uh, they have, you know, everything's really connected. So you can just kind of walk through all the parks and because it was raining on that Saturday, we were inside, but they still had three different indoor parks for us to go to a couple arcades. Um, I was, uh, I was pretty proud of myself. They have this machine where it's one of those hammer machines that the, the, the lights go up. And then if you hit it in the right spot, you get a thousand tickets. So my kids are just awful uh, at every single game. And so they're, they're whining and they're crying. They're just terrible. They don't understand. It's like you got three tickets. No, that's not good, Stella. I'm no, sorry. You can't get anything. It, it ain't going to cut it. You can't get a bouncy ball. You can't get a freaking Tootsie Roll with three tickets. Um, so what I did was is I, I got one of these game cards and mom, uh, Molly, took the girls off to play skee ball and just, again, performing terribly. And, uh, and I racked up like 7,000 tickets just finding the magic touch on this hammer game, completely game the system. And so the kids walked out uh, just in a lap of luxury, uh, thinking that they had accomplished something when really it was just dad on the other side of the arcade trying to trying to get some cash for them. So, uh, no, but it was a blast, man. I mean, stuff like that, the Dells, finding any vacation you can go um, where you can get a good combo of a couple of beverages for mom and dad but then some sort of self-sufficient uh, behavior with the kids where they, they could go on the water slides and stuff for the most part themselves. And we at least just got to sit and hang out and just kind of supervise, quote unquote. Uh, it was really I was I was very apprehensive about it. And it, it ended up being a really cool trip. Now, we are all proponents of uh, Great Wolf Lodge here in the Twin Cities. I've never been to the Dells, been to Great Wolf Lodge multiple times. Is it a different ball? ballpark like is it a completely different world like blow it out of yeah. the water yeah picture picture great wolf you know and then multiply that by about six times i mean just wilderness on its own had you know i think three or four outdoor parks yeah and they're all they're all you know independent of each other too when i say multiple they truly are just completely different places within the resort you can go wow. and they had three different indoor setups that were the same size uh, as Great Wolf. So, you know, Great Wolf being indoors, Great Wolf is cool okay. and certainly, okay. but if you can get over to the Dells, uh, just just multiply that by a factor of six or seven in terms of the size and breadth of it, uh, places to eat, stuff like that. And uh, pricing and such overall for like rooms and stuff was was about the same and uh, very, uh, very cabiny set up, you know, a little separate room for the kids and all that. Um, no, it's, it's about the same, just much larger. Sure. Okay, that's good. That's good. The girls had a good time. Oh yeah, yeah, they loved it. Absolutely. Are they? No, I I know that they kind of have two different temperaments when you look at the two of them. Do they enjoy water slides? Were they restricted size wise? Like, how does that work? Were you? Oh well, yeah, any of the rides, or were you too big? Copyright Mall of America. <laughs> were you good there? Yeah, I was or good on all the rides. You can't go down the slide, sir. It's not gonna. <laughs> yeah, fit. you're not gonna. You're not gonna make it on the slide. No, I made it on all the slides. Thank you very much. And they could do most of the slides. There were certain stuff uh, that their only restriction, to be honest, while we were there was was fear. Uh, yeah. There are clearly some slides that are a little more daunting, a little more ominous, uh, taller. Now, can you go with them, 
Like, that was my concern. We went to the Dells a couple of years ago and just stopped at Kalahari. We were on the way to Madison, and we wanted to break up the drive, so we went to the Dells. And I was concerned because at Great Wolf and some others, they don't let parents go down with their kids on the slide, which I think is crap, by the way. Like, just let us do it. We know, okay? We know, like, if our three-year-old or whatever, even if they're tall enough, like, if they need some help or they need some support. One, we went to Kalahari. We could go down with our kids on all the slides, which was awesome because then it opens up this whole other world to them. What was it like with you guys? There, there was only one where they wanted to sit in my lap and go down the slide, and the and the guy said we couldn't. So interesting. Um, that, but that was also that was also the tallest one that we went on. All the other ones, the girls after that first interaction, we we didn't really ask again. So admit, admittedly, I, I don't know for sure. Um, if, if that's a thing or not. So I, I have no answers on that. Yeah. They, they, Ava and Stella got pretty bored, uh, with mom and dad early when they realized they could just kind of run around and do things themselves. Yeah. So, but there were a couple, I wanted to do this one where you're, you're on one of those, those large, like life raft size tubes that you can put like five or six people in. Yeah. And I wanted to do that as a family with the four of us, but apparently like you're in the dark for a while and then there's yeah. just this drop off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just describing that to my kids <laughs> nearly put one of them in tears. Yeah. So. You can't tell them before. And actually our neighbors, I'm glad they didn't tell us because great wolf has one of those where also if you're facing the wrong way, right. A little bit more harrowing. And yeah, I learned that the hard way and we get done and John's like, yeah, I didn't want to tell you before, but it's much worse if you're facing the way you were facing. I'm like, Oh, cool. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, that's great. My, my four year olds already panicked and now we're backwards and I'm hanging on to dear life. And we just, he did tell us about the one drop though, which was, was helpful. Like there's a big drop coming and then he let us go, but that's, you got to know that stuff going in. Right. The one you're referencing at great wolf, uh, Mac and I went on. So it was two people opposite ends of that giant tube, which is oh, kind wow. of a weird, like I couldn't be next to him to hold him, whatever. And he, he referenced it and it was pretty accurate because it gets dark and then the colored lights are just zooming over your head. And he referenced it like the Willy Wonka, like the scary part from Charlie and the chocolate factory when they're on that boat. And it, that's exactly what it felt like, right? He didn't know, and he would get turned around backwards. It definitely is a different experience in the dark and backwards when you don't know what's coming. But uh, glad to hear that the Norquist family had a good time. Now, Guardsy, you um, kind of did the opposite. You and your wife found some time away from the kids. Smart move. Um, I would imagine that it was an enjoyable experience. How was uh, the separation anxiety leaving? Let's start there. Yeah, we went to New York for uh, my friend's wedding. It was really the first time my wife has left the kids in, I want to say, a year and a half. Left them overnight, left them with somebody else. Um, so, yeah, that was definitely a part of it. Um, they stayed with my parents, and my sisters came and helped out. And so that was cool because they basically got a weekend with their cousins and grandma and grandpa and just had an awesome time. Um, but it was interesting. A lot of the moms at the wedding we're all concerned about the kids and what was going on. And if they were okay, uh, all the dads had no idea that their kids weren't even there. Like all the dads were like, yeah, they're good. They're fine. Yeah. Everything's good. Um, but yeah, you do. I mean, for all of them, like Jillian, for example, who's almost three basically doesn't know a life without her mom there, you know, over half of her life has been more or less in captivity. So she has no frame of reference to mom, not being there, but they did great. Kids were awesome. They, uh, they didn't handle grandma and grandpa too harshly. Uh, my wife did really well. We looked at um, like Friday afternoon, Friday afternoon or Saturday morning. We just looked at each other in the hotel room and we're like, listen, silence. Like we don't have to do anything. Oh, yeah. no, like a lot. Of, we did a lot in New York, you know, like we went and played tennis at the U S open because a friend of mine works out there. Oh, good for me. 
we went running in central park on saturday we went and had lunch with my friends that were out there and then had the wedding but like the most rewarding part was like just sitting in the hotel room her on the bed me on the chair and like nobody was talking we were just sitting there like watching tv because we never get to do that without it being interrupted like by somebody needed something somebody fighting with somebody having to feel like you need to pick up after somebody like it was it was tremendous. It was much needed. Uh, I think it was great for the kids too. We talk about all the, all the time. The kids need to know it's good. It's okay if mom and dad aren't there and grandma and grandpa are in charge or they're with their aunts and uncles. Like some of my best memories as a kid were when my parents weren't around and I was with other family. Like I think that's really important. And so, uh, but it was lovely. Just a lovely, lovely, lovely couple of days. And I love New York anyway. And I haven't been there in almost you know over, a little bit over a year. So that was um, tremendous. I, it was an, it was an awesome time. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I, I the silence honestly was the best part and not and not having to pick up stuff except after ourselves, right. which was a lot easier. It was a it's lot kind easier. of funny when you do that too and we've talked about that as well, like trying to find husband wife time or at least adult time in some way. Yep. And it, you almost when you do like a weekend bit, like the first day you're kind of trying to shake off the parental reflexes in a way where it's like yeah you're thinking about let's do something and then almost for a second you're like what are the kids doing what oh and then you just catch yourself you're like oh yeah ah <laughs> the heck with them mm-hmm. ah they're effing up grandma and grandpa's weekend now let's go yeah. i mean it's so shaking that off and being able to like just enjoy the peace enjoy the silence is pretty vital well and the toughest part was actually like less facetiming especially for jilly it was more because jilly as you would expect would you know she'd forget that we were gone while she was having the time of her life with you know her cousins and grandma and grandpa and everybody but then all of a sudden she'd see mom on the phone and then she would get sad you know she would get a little bit sad like a couple of times and um finally it was just like maybe we shouldn't we don't need to facetime them you know maybe we'll we'll check in they're going to be fine but like it's only going to make it harder if jilly's you're not feeling great about it and by the way and, and I know this from experience when Jilly misses her mom or she's mad, that mom's leaving and dad's staying for something that lasts like 12 seconds. Right. I mean, right. they cry when they, when you go out the door, mommy, I want to come. Cause Jilly just likes to leave the house. She'll go anywhere with anybody. She just likes to get out of the house after 2020. And it's like um, 30 seconds after that, she's fine. Like it, none, none of it ever happened. Her mind just completely shuts it off. But yeah, it was, uh, it was tremendous. I, uh, I highly recommend it. And the cool thing is I think it, it showed all of our wives, as we've talked about, everybody's good. Like we can do yeah. that. We can do that yeah. more and we don't have to feel guilty about it. And I, and we talked about it beforehand. We get the guilt. We understand the guilt. Um, it's tougher on the moms, I think, than it is the dads clearly. Um, but it's all right. It's good for everybody to do that from time to time. Have you ever noticed? Uh, so last weekend, my wife was in Las Vegas with her friend. Her friend had never gone to Las Vegas. Perfect what timing, name? whatever. <laughs> Sandy. Um, so have you ever noticed though, when your gal's gone and she's out of town and you do the FaceTime, absolutely, and the kids are happy to see mom, but like the kids never miss mom exactly as much as mom might assume or hope that the kids miss her. And it's not for lack of love. Kids love mama, girls, especially in our household. Uh, the girls love mama, but like, you know, Molly's just over the moon wanting to FaceTime the girls and the girls are in it for about 10 seconds. And then they just want to get back to whatever mayhem they were up to. And you, you kind of feel bad because 
you know, your, your gal definitely because she's she's a good mom. She loves the girls. She loves the kids and she's having fun, you know, and it's just watching like I feel bad sometimes, like watching my gal's heartbreak as she realizes like the kids don't really care. As yeah. a matter of fact, that they are fine mm-hmm. and they are still having fun. And uh, what on earth is happening at the A.J. Monsoor household right now? Well, if you're not watching the video version of this podcast, it's a little hey, confusing. Uh, hey, what's but- up, big man? Uh, Mac and Mama went to the Halloween store today, and they came back with um, about a hundred dollars worth of Halloween costumes that they can just have in the house. And apparently, okay. Mac is some sort of royalty, some princess. Hey, Mac, Oops. I like your yeah. Mac one, dude. Yeah. Princess of bees. <laughs> Anyways, the princess of bees is what he said. Princess of okay. beehive, right over here. Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, absolutely. We've been there. Yeah, we've yeah. been there. Hey, bud. <laughs> so. um we have the same sort of situation here. And Ben Lieber always references this too. Whenever his wife is out of town and she leaves and she calls us to check in or she gets back and she has this conversation where it's like, you know, how was things? Did, did anything burn down? Like, uh, did you survive? Were the kids good? And he always gives her this like shrug, like, yeah, no, they're fine. Mm-hmm. And, and it and upsets her because she yep. just assumes that she's going to leave and the world's going to fall apart. And sometimes that does happen. But I think that generally speaking, it's not any necessarily easier when dads are here, but we just have a different way of dealing with it than moms do that. It just kind of will brush off and we'll get through it and be fine. Now uh, we'll table this for, for next time. Cause I know Justin, you have a show to go do and, and we have some guests that may be able to join us and give us a perspective on this because there's three other fan dads within our stable of fan dads that yeah. recently dropped kids off at college. I wonder for a couple things. First off, we will eventually talk to them about that experience, dropping their kids off at college, but what based off of our conversation here, my question, whether it be for uh, the Nordquist family going to um, uh, Wisconsin Dells and the ability for them to go play by themselves, or for us parents who are at home, at, hey, you gotta be quiet, dude. At what hey, point, Princess, Princess of, bees. of the Bees, come on, yeah, Princess of the Bees, chill, hey, Princess quit, of the Bees, quit your buzzing, buddy. I want to know at what age, r- roughly, Hi. it's different for everybody, but at what age. The, the kids will be able to be self-sufficient. Not like we're leaving them alone and they're moving out. But right. at what you mean point like preheating an oven and stuff? Right. At what point yeah. do they not need us 24 hours a day? This little princess of bees right here probably says the word daddy, I would say maybe 60 times a day. Yeah, and, right. And it goes over and over. Now, I love that. I love hearing him say daddy. But at what point will we get that reprieve? That's the question that I will have for them. I don't know, but it is funny how they always say, like, you miss that. Right, it's not there anymore, and I, I, you brought up the 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 trio that sent kids to college today because, as you can imagine, there's been some ups and downs in the old Guardsy household this week with our three children. Right, and it's just like all I know is I try to remind myself of that every day. I'm like, Chris <laughs> dropped off baby girl at Winona, and he's probably crying the whole way up because she's not going to live in the house anymore, and she's not just right down the hall, and Deuce and Coley and everybody there, and we're absolutely going to miss it. But it's so hard. Not to think about the time when they don't, like you say, need you for literally everything. The last time we went to Great Wolf to, to kind of talk about you, Norda, like you say, when the girls realized they could kind of do stuff on their own, that is a really nice reprieve. Because then you just get to watch them just have fun. And we right. do that man has a lifetime yeah. now that Jackson is old enough to go down the big water slide by himself. Like, we didn't see him for 45 minutes because he just went down the slide <laughs> 40 times. And then it was, you know, Grayson, you feel bad because he's like an inch too short. And when he grows an inch, which gave him motivation to eat his vegetables all summer, he'll be able to do the same thing. And those guys are just going to be off doing their own thing. And it's going to be weird 
but it's also going to be fun. It was fun to watch Jackson just be Mr. Independent and think he was the coolest kid ever because he was just rolling on the slide with mom and dad not nowhere near him. I even experience it now. Every time we do this, just kind of mentioning when we would do like highs and lows, like the girls riding a bike, right? You know, that's awesome because the training wheels were an L, the ability to say, go ride your bike and they can do it down the block. And it's just the, the self-sufficiency of it in the moment that feels good. Now dad doesn't have to have hands on all the time, but then once in a while, it's like my phone will do it as like one of these little photo collage bits. And it hits me with one of these cute photos when they had these tiny little pink tricycles and they were driving around or riding around at her old place in the driveway in, in Brooklyn Park. Like it just hits me a little bit. And they're still only six. Mm-hmm. Like now, like I look back and I see moments from when they were two and I'm like, oh, oh my God, how did this happen? Yeah. They say no so much now and there's so much yelling and screaming and hitting. What happened to those days? And so I'm already... Uh, getting smacked periodically with, with moments of nostalgia. And they're only six, and it's only continuing to build. It's going to be a freaking tidal wave. I know. Uh, I, I can only imagine. So you're right. You're right, AJ. Um, I've been trying to set up to get the entire trio together at once. Uh, we know the three personalities that I've been working with, so you know how difficult that is. Uh, but at some point, we are going to talk to uh, Hawk, Vox, and Common about uh, – about college and sending their kids I think we off. need to give them a little space. Certainly two of you out of the three. <laughs> Common's already told me the whole story, you know, just in the changeovers of um, oh, yeah. Common Man program and Bumper to Bumper, which I've been hosting all week. I've already got the whole Common side of things, but I think PA and, and Hawk might need a little more time to process it. Right. And it might yeah, be Common's told me, too. too. I I realized <laughs> that eleven between 11.54 and, like, 12.02, whenever his, his opening starts, that's a lot of time. And a lot of information can be shared. <laughs> yep, especially because he lets his open run the whole time, which is like three minutes. So that's about nine full minutes where you right. get the, the story. So you, we probably just do the common role. I wonder if it is different with boys and girls, though. I'll be interested how I feel. And Jilly's our last one. So it might feel different just because she's the last one. Is and it? Be tech, you know, empty, empty, empty nesters. But I'd be curious like, if you feel different emotions from boy to girl when you drop them off because I can't imagine doing it. Yeah, I mean, someday we'll find out, and, and hopefully uh, the next couple of weeks we'll talk to those guys too and get the different perspective of the fan dad side. So uh, we'll call it an episode for this week uh, for Justin Gard, for Eric Norquist. You going to go put your costume on now? For the Princess of the Bees, we are the fan dads. We'll see you next week. Jump it, 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 jump it